0: locked on podcast network and odyssey present locked on today
1: the legendary john madden passed away at the age of 85. why has the ncaa not stepped in to create uniform covid protocols plus will the next jaguars head coach be able to unlock trevor lawrence's potential i'm peter bukowski starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports you're locked on today Searching all major sports.
0: Found. Let's start with the biggest story. It's hard to imagine
1: many people in the history of NFL having a bigger impact over generations than John Madden. First, as a coach, the youngest to ever win a Super Bowl. Then, as a commentator, he set the standard in the booth with every network there was. Pat Summerall, Al Michaels, it didn't matter. And one of the reasons why people my age have such a hard time accepting anyone else in the booth is because we grew up with John Madden. And that's without everything that he brought, putting his name to the most iconic sports video game of all time. Joining me now from Locked On Raiders, it's your boy Q. And Q, John Madden passed away at 85 years old, a Titan in the NFL. What will be your lasting memory of John Madden?
2: You know, that's hard to say because there's so many great memories, you know, as you mentioned, all the great things that he did and had his name attached to. And uh, really, he was a guy and I think this is the best way to answer it. uh, Everything he did was excellent. Everything he did was iconic. Everything he did was next level. And like you mentioned, set the standard. He set the standard for coaching. He coached 10 years and uh, was a, a great coach in the history of the Raiders and still actually has the all time winning percentage as far as coaches go, you know, decided to walk away, not because he was getting fired, not because he was a worn out coach because he was just tired and said, Hey, that's enough. I'm not going to coach again. He didn't, you know, I'm not going to re- fly on a plane again. And he didn't. I mean, there was things that he said he was going to do and he did it. There was things he said he wasn't going to do. He didn't do them. And there were things he didn't know he was going to do. And he still did them at a high level. So, I mean, I think it's just a good thing about it. As I'm talking about this, I got a big smile on my face. It's like, it's just excellence, man. You want to talk about a commitment to excellence, which is one of the Raiders mottos. It's John Madden in the T.
1: And and you brought up the coaching, and there are certainly going to be people who only think about him as uh, someone whose name is on a video game. I was not old enough to see John Madden coach, but I certainly am a student of the game. I understand what his impact on the game was. I am old enough, though, to remember years and years of listening to him on Sundays call games. And when John Madden was on the call, your game meant something different. It was special because of what he brought to it and you know look I think there are going to be plenty of people who are going to remember the Frank Caliendo right the, the caricature that he became tough acting, ten acting, all of that stuff but but those of us that were there and I hate to sound like an old head and I know you don't right uh <laughs> have no problem with that <laughs> we're, we're gonna remember what just hearing his voice you could you could hear it and and his commentating It set a standard you said it it's set a standard for what we expected these guys to be. And when he was on the call for your game, it just meant something different. I don't know that anyone will ever be to calling a game what John Madden was to calling a game.
2: No no doubt about it. You know, and, and the thing about it is he did it in his way. He did it naturally. He didn't do it because that was the cookie-cutter way of doing it and he was right. going to fit into that mold. He All he did is go out and be him. And that's what you could really appreciate. And when you heard his voice, you could be in another room. You'd go and see, hey, what game is on right now? And mm-hmm. think about this. You know, it's the holiday time. Thanksgiving, he changed the game on how we watch Thanksgiving games, what we expect from Thanksgiving games. Now we're talking about who's getting a turkey leg. You know, who's getting, I mean, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, it's, yep. it's because of what John Madden brought to the table. You know, we talk about the Madden Cruiser. You talk about the video game. Again, John Madden did it and he did it his way. And that's something that I think anybody in any walk of life, no matter what your profession is, has to be able to appreciate. He allowed someone like me, without me even knowing it, know that I could just be myself and that was going to be okay. And either you were going to accept it or you weren't.
1: He was always unapologetically himself. And, and even later in his career, when he was sort of in on the bit with the turducken and all of that stuff, and he, he was aware that, yeah, people understood that he had these mannerisms and he leaned into them, but he leaned into them because he wanted to, because he had fun doing it. And, by the way, he'd teach you something. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that you you realize at the end of a game you learn something from John Madden. How many, how many broadcasters can really truly say that they were able to teach you something over the course of the game? John Madden was able to do that. Thanks for making Locked On today your first listen of the day. Coming up... Some teams are playing, some teams are sitting, some games are being played, some games are being postponed. What is going on in the NCAA, and why do they have no response for COVID?
0: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: Shohei Ohtani has been named the Associated Press's Male Athlete of the Year. Almost no one had been an everyday two-way player for many decades, and no one had been both as baseball's top power hitters plus one of the best starting pitchers since Babe Ruth starred at the plate and on the mound for the Boston Red Sox all the way back in 1919. The AL MVP captured the world's attention in 2021 and has been heralded as the new face of Major League Baseball. The NHL postponed nine more games Tuesday, all of them in Canada, and cited attendance restrictions in Montreal, Winnipeg, Toronto, Ottawa, and Calgary. It also moved a January 12th game in Montreal between the Bruins and Canadiens to Boston. We have always had the issue of different rules in different jurisdictions, so it's not a new challenge, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly said in an email to the Associated Press on Tuesday hours before play resumed after an extended holiday break. We are navigating choppy waters the best we can. The Raptors suffered a home loss to the Sixers on Tuesday night.
3: As moral victories go, that one was pretty all right. Sean Woodley here from Lockdown Raptors to break down the Raptors' 114-109 loss to the Philadelphia 76ers on Tuesday night. And really, the takeaway from this one is all the good that came out of it despite the final score in this game. The Raptors, of course, played a game on Sunday with four regular rotation players from their usual bench, deep bench, frankly, and four replacement players signed a hardship deal. They lost by 45 points. It was a nightmare tonight they got three guys back pascal siakam one of their best players if not their best player along with gary Trent jr and malachi flynn and they really made a difference for this drafters team siakam in particular had one of his best games of his career frankly he did a wonderful job the offense flowed through him on basically every possession and he made beautiful decisions all night long had 28 points eight assists as well probably could could have had more frankly if some guys knocked down some shots he was awesome And then you got some really fun performances from some other guys as well. DJ Wilson, who's one of those 10-day hardship guys, was one of the only actual bigs on the roster, the only, I guess, traditional center against Joel Embiid. And look, Joel Embiid had his way. He had 36 points in this game, but the Raptors did a pretty admirable job holding up with DJ Wilson being their only big and Wilson wasn't even cleared to play in this game until the second half as he was waiting to get to the COVID protocol. So bizarre circumstances all around. But again, the real takeaway here is that this Raptors team has some juice and
1: there's some life here and the box turned out to be terrible guests. Of the Magic.
0: This is Philip Rossman, right? The host of Locked On Magic, and of course, the Orlando Magic are about development. Are about seeing their guys get better. And if you don't have Franz Wagner in your Rookie of the Year uh, running on your ballot anywhere near it, if you don't have him as Rookie of the Month in the Eastern Conference or Rookie of the Month in the league for the month of December, well, you're not watching the games because Franz Wagner continues to develop and evolve every single night. 38 points from the Magic rookie, the third most in Magic history for a rookie. He's putting up numbers that this team just hasn't seen from wing players and just continues to look individually very, very good. In fact, Franz Wagner's the only reason that this game wasn't uh, an embarrassment. The Bucks winning 127, 110. Orlando cut a 29 point deficit late in the second quarter, down to eight points. They got it down to 10 in the third quarter, got it down to eight in the fourth, made Milwaukee sweat a little bit, and yes, Orlando has to figure out their depth issues. They have to figure out how to get a consistent playing effort through 48 minutes so these games can be close because Franz was sitting up at the press conference after the game saying he'd rather have the win than the the individual accolades. But the Magic understand what the season is about and Franz Wagner continues to look better and better and better and better. Once this team gets healthy, once they get Cole Anthony back, Jonathan Isaac back, Marco Foltz back, the NBA better be watching out because Franz Wagner is here and he is much better than anyone anticipated.
1: That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your football action this season. Three bowl games headline the Wednesday action at betonline.ag. The New Era Pinstripe Bowl pits Maryland against Virginia Tech. BetOnline.ag likes the Terrapins as four-point favorites. Later in the day, the Cheez-It Bowl has Iowa State taking on Clemson. BetOnline.ag favors the Tigers by two and a half. And in the nightcap, Oregon and Oklahoma face off in the Valero Alamo Bowl. A pair of top 20 teams. BetOnline.ag likes the Sooners by six and a half. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to get that bonus. Here is
0: another story you need to know.
1: On Tuesday night, some college basketball games were played. Others were canceled and postponed. Some games in the bowl season have been played in college football. Some have been canceled or postponed. And when the COVID 19 pandemic first hit back way back. You remember, right? Back in March of 2020, college basketball, March Madness, was the first major sporting event to be canceled. Joining me now from Locked On Buckeyes, Jay Stevens, and Jay Ohio State. Among the teams was supposed to play on Tuesday night, their basketball squad. Why do you think the NCAA has treated everything? that has gone around the coronavirus so differently than, say, pro sports leagues when it comes to getting these games played and having different sets of rules across the country.
4: It's very similar to the way that they view a lot of other things. They try to be very passive, very stand back, kind of off. I was actually talking to somebody earlier today in regards to the transfer portal NIL money. The NCAA has not set guidelines for that, and we're seeing exactly how things have transpired. Players are taking advantage of the rules that are set in place. The adults in the room that are like us that talk about these things, we're not, I'm not really happy with the lack of rules that the NCAA has put down. Same thing with COVID. They're treating this the same way they have treated everything else, trying to let everybody else make decisions so they don't have to. They've been viewed as the bad guy in so many situations. They view themselves as, hey, if I take a back seat, They can't blame me for being the bad guy, even though right now people can view you as the bad guy. Because once again, the NCAA (laughs) decides to not take a stance and make rules when they need to.
1: What I find so fascinating about this, too, Jay, is the NFL and the NBA and Major League Baseball and all these pro sports leagues have been painted as money hungry, as worried about the bottom line. But what's interesting now with name and likeness, the college players that aren't playing, they're still getting paid. But these colleges and universities, these bowl games, the sponsors, they're missing out on millions upon millions of dollars and they're doing it purportedly, seemingly in the interest of public health and And college and, and colleges and universities have, have been setting these guidelines presumably in the interest of public health. It does seem equitable in this case that the players who are creating this profit are being protected and are still able to make their money that the NCAA for once has not gotten money hungry in all of this.
4: It's really weird when you think about that because the NCAA tournament itself, we think about money, the sponsors that you speak of, the players, the coaches. I talk about bonuses that coaches get. Yeah, they're going to get bonuses for X amount of wins or um, conference. Bowl game wins. Bowl game wins. I mean, there's so many things that coaches get, but. The money aspect has been very, very weird. When you think about bowl games getting canceled, that's money that people are already putting out up front for a game that has now been canceled. Sponsors that are not happy. That is coaches that are not happy. Think about the Memphis Tigers. They are on their way to Hawaii and find out the game is going to get canceled. That is money that people are going to have to put out there. And the money aspect now is, oh, we're not playing games? Okay, NCAA is like, well, it's up to you, Conference Big Ten or ACC or SEC. You police it how you want to. And I think we're going to get to the NCAA tournament. Hopefully, we get there in college basketball. And we'll see what one school played 30 games. Another school played 25. Why? Because of COVID and the way that their conferences handle things. It's very weird to me that we're now, I say, two years into this. And we're still treating this like, hey, the NCAA does not – well, they, not me. They are treating this like we don't have to make any concrete rules. How about this? At my job, there are rules. At Locked On, there are rules. How about the NCAA just decide to make some rules and do what most jobs do till everything goes and it's smooth every single day?
1: Coming up, the Jaguars are in search of a steward for the organization and leader for Trevor Lawrence. Can they make the right hire after getting it so, so wrong? Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And if you don't believe me, you have to try it for yourself. I'm going to be honest. I didn't believe it either. But then I had the chance to try it. And it changed my whole perspective on Built Bar because... This really is unlike anything I've ever tried in the space. It's not even close. I've never had any protein bar. And, And trust me, as someone who has played sports his entire life, who has gone on every diet plan, who has tried every workout plan, I am always trying to find something that tastes delicious, that also gives me something healthy to help with my workouts. I've been active and an athlete my whole life, not on an NFL level but on just a normal human being trying to stay in shape and do their part level. And the only thing I've ever found that makes me feel happy when I eat it is Bilt Bar. And that separates Bilt Bar from anything else out there on the market. And they have a slew of flavors. They have the decadent, double chocolate, coconut brownie, uh, salted caramel, plus fruit flavors if that's what you're into raspberry cherry barcia so many options for you out there they've got a marshmallow set right now and let me tell you the marshmallow treats are incredible if you don't believe me go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK 15 to get 15 percent off your order that's promo code LOCK 15 to get 15 percent off your order at built.com
0: agree or disagree this is the cue of the Day.
1: The Jacksonville Jaguars have taken advantage of new NFL rules that allow them to start interviewing coaches two weeks before the end of the season after they unceremoniously dismissed Urban Meyer earlier in the season. Joining me now from Locked on Jaguars, Tony Wiggins. And, and Tony, we, we saw the list at least so far of the guys that the Jaguars are interested. It includes your guy, Jim Caldwell, who you said on this show should be a leading candidate for the job. Also, Packers Offensive Coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, Cowboys Defensive Coordinator Dan Quinn, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers Offensive Coordinator Byron Leftwich, among others. Which of the names on the list that we saw stood out to you?
5: Um, uh, Quite a few of them. Uh, I just think that there's this uh, thing that people think you have to do is you have to get a quarterback or a former quarterback or somebody who's an offensive guru. And then I think of Mike Tomlin, who's a defensive guy. And I think of Bill Belichick, who's a defensive guy. And I think of a lot of the successful coaches around the league that are defensive oriented, that have a strong offensive staff and basically turn that side of the ball over to those people. So, uh, the average fan wants to react and just get uh, a former quarterback. So, uh, Kellen Moore is somebody that's very popular with a lot of people. Doug Peterson is very popular because he was at what he was able to do in Philly, and of course Jim Caldwell with he won Joe Flacco a Super Bowl MVP. You know, so mm-hmm. people are saying if if he could do that, uh, they all have little warts. They all have little things that concern folks. But I still am a, a big favor, a favor of Caldwell. Because I think he could leave a lasting impression. I think if he walks away four years from now, they could just continue on with what
1: he was doing as opposed to rebooting it. There is another part of this that I think has been underreported and I, I know you think is important in all of this. The current GM, Trent Baalke, who had plenty of problems in San Francisco managing relationships. Let's just say that about his time with Jim Harbaugh and everything was going on with 49ers ownership at that time. There is this feeling among media, among fans, among people around the league that keeping Balky in place could hurt their coaching search. What's going on
5: there? Uh, I think it probably could. And where it'll hurt, I don't think it'll hurt them in the interview process. It'll hurt in two ways. One, it'll hurt if they really like a guy and he has multiple options. Let's just say Chicago calls, and he prefers the GM in Chicago. Chicago's another team with a young quarterback, too. And that's a very attractive job for that reason. So that's where it could help him if you give a guy a choice and he chooses to work with someone who's more favorable to him. The other place it could hurt is uh, they could come in and make demands and say, look, I, I need more control and, and he's going to basically work for me and I'm not going to work for him. And then that will eliminate them if shot has already had it. Shot Connor already has it in his mind that he's going to let Balky be basically the vice president of of, of everything that could start to limit and diminish who they have the chance to get when what they are doing right now, they're in the catbird seat because they can go first. And when you go first, you ought to take advantage of it. But if now you get rid of that advantage by uh, giving a guy something that he has to think about, then you could mess your chances up.
1: And finally, after first signing with Puma in 2018 to help relaunch its basketball category, Phoenix Suns center DeAndre Ayton has landed a multi-year footwear and apparel endorsement deal to continue his partnership with the brand. Ayton said, it's pretty lit. It's truly a blessing as well. I didn't want to get into that without you understanding. He was talking and not me because you would have just laughed if you thought I was the one speaking there. The reason I signed with Puma from the beginning is I wanted to be different. Growing up in the Bahamas, the first brand really that I wore was Puma. That's all we saw was Puma. Good for DeAndre Ayton. And some of the shoes are fire. They really are. Coming up Thursday, another pivotal slate of football on tap. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.